Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. Happy hump day, y'all. It's been one of those weeks where if you're (laughs) hoping, good for you. And if you're not, well, I'm so sorry. There's still four more hours left in the day, so maybe you can get your hump on. To all my peeps out in Houston, are you humping in the rain? I see. Man, we are trying to hump in the rain. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. I I, I swear, I was just telling my mother, I know the conversations I have with my mother, who is live with me in the studio tonight, Mama Gloria in the house. Hey, hey, hey. I have a live audience again today. I have have Selena in the house tonight, too. Uh, Yay. And so we Hello, have audience again. Plus I have Casey D C who I have yet to meet but is here in Austin. He's one of the few people that I've met in um a really awesome group. And I have Jennifer who is from Houston. So yeah, I was telling my mom earlier, she was like, So is the rain over? Because 'Cause we've just had a little fit here in Austin. And I was oh. like, if, if I had if I had ball of baby blue, because I've been waiting right. anxiously for this rain and we've had nothing. And I love the rain, oh. but nothing. Awful. Well, we we expected rain all day Saturday. Then they changed it to all day Sunday, and we got nothing Sunday. And then they're like, okay, maybe Monday. And then today was like a deluge. And you know, it's as I drive down. I'm sure you're kind of familiar with Clay Road and. Uh, yeah. Eldridge, you know, where they, they had all that, it was all just underwater. I take that way to work. And so to drive past there yesterday and to see the barricades on the side of the road, like in preparation, just Hurricane Harvey anxiety all over again. I thought, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's so one of the reasons it's, it's I been bad. <laughs> I Traitor. Loved it. We won't get into that. <laughs> we won't get into that. Traitor. <laughs> I miss Houston, but I love Austin, so I'm I'm having a blast here. Well, that's so all tonight, that matters. Absolutely. Tonight we are going to be talking because I have had such an influx of email and messages and all kinds of stuff. People asking me about dating on the down low. It's just been coming up everywhere. I've had several women, and it it happens on both sides of the fence, guys and girls. And, uh, you know, you see this girl, and maybe she's a bit chunkier than you really, you know, maybe on the, on, you're, you really prefer that thick girl with those gotcha. thick thighs, you know, and, but yet you need to be out with a certain type. You don't want your friends to know that you were into a certain type of girl, and the same with with girl with you know with the females. You have a certain kind of guy that you want to be with, but yet you're with that guy who you know may not be as attractive as you think is attractive. Everybody's beautiful in their own way. So and basically, you're saying that you're dating somebody. It's kind of like a moped. You want you, it's fun. You want to be on it, but you don't want your friends to see it. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what Casey was saying earlier. Okay. He's like, it's like a moped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's fun to be on, and you want to ride it around, but you don't really want your friends seeing it. Gotcha. Versus yeah. friends with benefits. So on the DL, you're just you just don't want anybody to know who you're actually screwing. Right, and it may be an actual relationship, but you're not taking this person anywhere in public. You're not introducing them to your friends, to your family, taking them places. You go to really obscure, off-the-wall, hole-in-the-wall places to eat. And 
you know, but you're hanging out, you're really digging each other, but you're not going it's, it's everything is on the downside. Gotcha. And and it goes You know, I I I think I kind of experienced a little bit of that with the, the last relationship that I was in and you know, at first it didn't feel that way. It just kind of felt like friends with benefits and he wasn't really committed, wanting to commit. But the more I thought about it, the more comments I would make about, you know, not wanting to go out in public or going to a bar, you know, do you not want to go to a bar? Because I was older. I was nine years older than he was. So yeah. he would say, no, 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 that's reason. not it. But I wonder. Yeah, there's all kinds of reasons why people date on the down low, whether it's because of age, because of physical attributes or race. You know, it's a big thing now with race, um, sexuality. I have, well, shit, I didn't have a self-esteem problem before tonight, but I might now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had friends that are happily married, but yet they're dating men because, you know, they're dating on the down low. And they're miserable, but yet they're going out and, you know, having this, you know, relationship or whatever you want to call it. They're dating and going out with different people, again, on the down low. So I'm glad I have a female. I have females, and I have the token cock in the hen house tonight. Casey, are you the cock in the hen house? Good evening. Probably so, right? <laughs> Let's lay some eggs, huh? Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Casey. 37, lived in Austin for 12 years, came from a smaller place in Texas, so definitely I got a little bit of an accent. I've never really felt beautiful, we'll put it that way. And, you know, I'm 5'10", so I'm not tall enough to be, you know, dateable, if you all have heard that kind of, you know, rattle trap back and forth about how a guy needs to be six foot two or hot, taller to be a man kind of stuff working on computers buy, for 30 years yeah a few do a few don't but worked on computers for 30 uh, years so I'm quintessential geek so so not too you, i got the dad you, bod i guess put it that way dad bods are hot you know that's hot i think that's hot i swear to you that's hot i'm totally hot and um yeah, you know, a lot of people, a lot, you, know, you have those people, again, it's a preference, but I, I like a, I like a good dad bod. Dad bods are hot. Yeah, me too. And you I don't want to date the guy that's bod. all ripped and shit. Yeah. Well, well Austin you know, has this. Like, I want to be able to eat in front of somebody and not have to worry about my macros and my carb and <laughs> Right, because I'm one of them. I'm one of them eating girls. I'm not one of those salad eating bitches. If I, if you tell me you're going to take me out to eat, I'm going to eat a full meal in front of you and not be ashamed about it. <laughs> you go, mama. <laughs> I mean, people ask me all the time. They're and like, I'm "How do you put away so much on food?" Top of it. And yep, dessert on top I'm, of it. Damn it. Right. So, I mean, I'm all of five foot six and 128 pounds, but I can put some food away. Well, there you go. So Casey, have you uh, have you been the moped? Have you dated the moped? Tell, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, I'll start there with how Austin is in general. I'm sure most people know that, you know, you you drive down by Cesar Chavez and you see everyone running, you know, around the the lake like a moving GQ magazine. You know, everyone <laughs> has to be, you know, really fit, have their dog with them, and a lot of people they they get into that really hard here especially with dating, you know, you, you might be a really attractive girl and you're not going to have some slob with you, you know, unless he's like 55 and you're sugar daddy or something or splendid daddy <laughs> in some cases, but you know, it, it's kind of a status quo. The further you get towards the river, you know, once you go South Austin, no one cares anymore, but down in the downtown area, you definitely will notice some things, you know, I'm especially the north on- girl, so tell me what it's like up in the north. <laughs> Well, north. you know, the north is pretty good. It's pretty, you know, laid back. It's just, you know, it costs more to live closer to downtown. So, well, you know, you have people that are, they'll have people that they make more money so they can get into better dieting trends and fads and have their own personal trainers. And, you know, they're 
self-made meal plans from Whole Foods, you know, all that good stuff. Oh. And a lot of people go to Whole Foods hey, just to find a date I anyway. To, I go to Whole Foods just for the berry chantilly cake. True story. No right. lie. I'm there sure. for the cake, baby. That's that's what it's about. That cake is life. I don't go there for the dates. I don't go there for <laughs> the prepared meals. I'm there for the for the cake. That's it. And if yeah, it's but old, I think you have that in. I think you've got that in every in every town. You know, there's that area. Like for us here in Houston, now it's the Heights and Midtown. You know, anybody oh, around yes. what's that park? You know, that park over on Memorial, the, not Herman Memorial Park. Park. Memorial Park. Yeah. You know, if you're not out, if you're out there jogging, that's that's so not me. And I think you can find that anywhere. And those people, I don't know, I think those people end up being miserable in the long run. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, look, they look good, but it's like seeing old clothes on a hanger, you know? It looks really mm-hmm. nice there, but you're not going to wear it anymore. You know, it had its time. And, you know, but yes, uh, back to now that we've established that, I I live outside of Austin in a smaller place. So since it doesn't say Austin on my license plate, some girls might look at it and go, who are you? You know, because that's kind of the they 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 aspire to that, you know, being able to afford mm-hmm. to actually be in Austin proper because everyone's in the suburbs around here. You know, it's not cheap. Right. But. I have a good yeah. job, and I get to travel the world on, you know, my company's dying, and it takes a lot of my time, so that makes dating even more difficult. I was like, so why are you I've single? Been... <laughs> or are you I don't know. single? Where to I, I assume that. Yes, I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. As people say, single AF or uh, whatever y'all want to call it. Yeah. Well, single but... like a Pringle. Yeah. Ready to mingle? Maybe. I don't know. Let, let me make you tingle <laughs> first. All right, so... uh <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's that's. I think that just explains why I'm single. Those bad jokes, maybe. I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm moderately built, five ten. I have a my own house. I have two cars. Every gadget you could probably imagine, I probably have, and a wealth of knowledge that you know spans you know whatever. But on the other hand, you I sound have, like my uh, kind of guy. I mean, I'm finding it hard to even find somebody to have a, 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 a conversation with, an educated conversation with, because, you know, I get the instant, um, I hear all the time, I'm not saying this to be conceited, I hear all the time how pretty I am in that oh, you must have just, kept, you know, coasted through life because it's so much easier for pretty girls or Wow, big boobs, you must be totally stupid. And I find it hard to find a guy who isn't intimidated by the fact that I know what I want. I have a good job. You know, I'm the HBIC where, I'm, where I work. And I can have a conversation with somebody I like that's that. educated. HBIC. You know, I am. I can wear T-shirt and jeans and be just as comfortable in T-shirt and jeans as I am in a ball gown. And I can swear with the best of them, but no one to shut that off. Right. So I'm kind of in that same boat. I'm having a hard time just trying to find somebody. You know, I'm not interested in, in dating on the down low. I'm not. If I'm into somebody, I'm into somebody, and I want everybody to know about it. I've been on the receiving end of that, and I think that sucks. Now that I look back on it, I think it was more of, you know, hey, you're you're a little bit older. You know, you're 10 years older. I'm 36. You're, you know, at the time I was God, I guess I met him. He was 32 and I was 41. But it's, I just find dating hard and I'm not, you know, the last long-term relationship I had was the guy that I had never in a million years would have thought of dating. He was five foot seven, five, five years older than me. So he was 48 at the time and bald as a cue, cue ball and like literally an inch taller than me. You know, I thought I had this, you know, five foot ten dad bod. That's what I wanted in my mind, and he was none of that. But we dated for a year and a half, so I don't know what the problem is, to be honest. <laughs> if anybody can solve the mystery, I don't. I don't think. I don't think age was probably the deal, except for maybe preconceived notions about it. Playing, you know, who cares if he's older? Usually the guy, you know, usually the guy's older, but. 
these days it can be either, right? I I usually end up dating girls that are older than me. And, you know, usually by that time they've learned a few things. I don't want to go date someone who's 25 and, you know, and they don't know anything or they haven't learned life lessons yet. Like, yeah, you got a pretty face and, you know, sometimes doors open for you. Maybe, you know, the back door, but uh, sometimes (laughs) it can be a bad thing. You know, know, okay, the, the thing is, uh, girls, you know, and I, when I say girls, I mean women, you know, whatever. Some of the prettiest ones, you know, they're pursued left and right by everyone, you know, in your DMs, in your text messages, in your call, even on the street, you know, it's everywhere. So when it comes my time to see you, I think, you know, the way she, you know, the way she looks, she's probably been hounded a lot. And so she thinks that I'm just one of the, you know, the dogs, you know, just sitting there on the corner about to bark, you know, bark at her like, you know, hey, W-I-D, H-M-U. Right. And usually I have kind of a self-confidence issue with that because maybe it's like Icarus where I try to rise above the level I'm entitled to and then I'll, you know, end up crashing to the ground. You know, it's happened a few (laughs) times, you know, dating outside my means, you know. Gotcha. So, so Casey, have you – okay, be honest, and, and if you want to answer, you can. So, have you done that? Have you dated on the down low? Oh yeah. I mean, I've and been here twelve you, years, and were you honest with the girl as to why you were seeing her? Did she was she on to you? Did she ask you? I mean, when what did you do that was on the down low? Did you go places? Did you take her out, or was it just sit at home Netflix and chill? I mean, because Dating on the down low is different. More, it's, it's different than a friend with benefits. It's an, a, and why you know, was it on the down low? Why was it? Yeah, I mean, why was it on the down low? Yeah. In my case, it's hard to describe. I mean, I don't have that many friends, but I do have some close friends that I would introduce my dates to. But when you're dating on the down low, it's hard to do that in Austin sometimes because if you take someone to all the hole-in-the-wall places, they're like, oh, this is a complete Austin experience, right? They want to go to these places that no one goes to. Like, oh, yeah, I don't like chain restaurants at all. I got to go to, you know, Bob's Barbecue that no one's heard of, except there's, you know, you know it's there, though. And you go in there, oh, the food's all right. But, no, and there was a relationship or two where, yeah, it was mostly either at her place or mine. We didn't go anywhere. You know, we'd meet up, have pizza, watch TV, you know, do whatever. And just... It's not like I was going to hide her from the world, but some girls you date, you're just like, you know, she's good for me. Like, maybe she's not as attractive and she's more into pleasing you, you know, because she wants to work harder. You know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of a beauty to effort scale. The higher the beauty, the less effort it takes to keep someone with you. So sometimes if you date a moped, for example... It'll be a really nice, luxurious ride, but you'd never think of it to look at look at it from the outside. You know, the suspension on it's really great. But yeah. she's learned how to take care of you and how to hold you, and you know, it's hard to let go sometimes. But you just know that if you look at the logistics of it, you know, it's not going to work. You know, because when she finally meets your friends, they're going to look at you going, "Come on, dude! You're." They always tell you, "You deserve much better than this. What are you doing?" You know, mm-hmm. maybe she has. Maybe she has tattoos on her face, or you know, maybe she has one leg. You know, maybe she's six. Maybe she's six foot two. Maybe she's five foot one. You know, and you know, I've I've dated uh, a very, you know, it's been a very a nice bouquet, I guess you could call it. You know, from one to the scale to the other. There you go, bouquet. Yeah, I've dated girls that have, you know. A cups. I've dated girls that had double F cups. You know, one was four ten, the others one was six foot three. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a boob kind of guy, and I like a girl with a little meat on her. I don't like a little stick. You know, know, because I'm kind of I was kind of a stick myself, and rubbing two sticks together hurts, and it's like starting a fire. Right. That's why she has padding. You know, pretty good. And so my mom but is back here making noises. Motorboating. She's motorboating. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, the bigger the boat, the nicer the ride, you know. You know, you don't want to be in some little fish. 
you don't want to be in Lake Travis in a little two two man fishing boat. You want a big pontoon boat to ride in, and everyone sees you riding in, and you're like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Exactly. Exactly. Right. I I will say I have been on the down low. Not I haven't done it. I won't because if I'm into someone, I'm into someone. But I have been That's on mean. that side because, and, and what I was told was, I don't know how to explain to my family. Explain me how. What are you talking about? What What are you talking about, Willis? Well, because you know you talk about sex and you sleep around a lot. Um, I never said I slept around a lot. I don't sleep around a lot. Um, I'm actually anonymous, and you know we've been dating for a while. <clears throat> but he wouldn't introduce me to his friends or his family or his kids or anything like that because he was embarrassed about what I do. Hmm. And I was like, right. Honey, I, I'm yeah, the because best you put on a sex talk, you, you put on a, a sex talk blog, so obviously you're going to be doing sex a lot, right? And, yeah, in my case, yeah, and in, in my case, I have computers and wires everywhere, so the plastics, which there are some that I know, you know, I'm usually not in the pictures. You know, we'll go out to events. I'm certainly there, but you won't see me because right. I don't. Mm. I'm not good enough looking to be in the picture, and and they know. I mean, I would assume that they would notice, but I don't think they do. You know, they don't really consider my thought, my my feelings here because, you know, there's been a picture where I've been with all the girls and I'm right on the end, and then some guy made a comment, "Man, I wish I could crop you out." Oh, okay, spank bank material. You know what? Just, wow. Yeah, because all the nice girls are there, and then here's KCDC, just you know, with a silly hat on. You know, that's my trademark because I have no hair. You know, I've got male pattern bar- baldness, the the shoe, the horseshoe, and I'm not shaving it. People right. said, "Oh, you'd look so great with a shaved head." I don't think so, and I'm not going going to. Wow. Well, it sucks, and I've had plenty of, and I actually, like I said, had quite a few messages this week about one girl in particular. She's like, I think that this guy is going to ask me to marry him, but at the same time, I've never met his family. I've never met his friends. We don't go anywhere. We don't do anything, and... She was like, I really want him to, you know, propose and whatnot. And I know she's a friend of mine, and I know who she was dating, and he reached out to me, and he goes, he's telling me he's trying to break up with her. Nobody Mm. even knew they were dating, but he was like, I cannot be with a fat girl. And I'm like, holy shit, that just come out of your mouth. And he was like, "I, I can't, I won't. And I'm, he goes, he goes. I don't want to be alone. She's a good fuck, and that's about it. You know we're wow. friends. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, when marriage those is, people aren't even on a different to. page. Those people when aren't you, on a different page. They're in a fucking different book. When you yeah. toss marriage on the table, the truth comes out, you know. And you, she already knew the red red flags were there. And yeah, I had a no, girl that wanted to be in a relationship so bad, and you know, proposed to. Even though she knew that it wasn't going to be, but in her mind, she's still thinking that this could be. Come on, <clears throat> that this could still happen, and he's completely telling me something opposite. And I'm like, you know, you really need to be honest with her and cut it off. Just cut your ties. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars, and do not ever contact her because this is this is going to damage her. Especially, I mean, and, wow. and at least, you know, do it in a way where you have some cooth about it. And he was like, I will, right. ne- I would never take her out to my friend's house or to my family. I don't, he goes, yeah, she's great. She's got a great personality. He goes, and like I said, she's a good fuck, but I would never be out in public with someone like that. I'm like, wow. Wow. Well, you ask him, so did you start out that way? You know, were you always, you know, your ideal weight or not? And that's the thing. You can, you know, if you really want someone and you think they have a problem with weight, help them, you know, figure it out. Right? Well, he doesn't sound like yeah. he's going to help together. figure anything out. Exactly. And that's a great idea. You know, because physical, the physical can change at any time. We can gain weight, lose exactly. weight, plump it up, suck it out, 
put it back in, inject it, insert it, whatever. But the inside doesn't change. And I and I told him, you know, and I did discuss that with him. And he's like, I, I just can't. Because when I see her, even if she were to lose 100 pounds, she's still going to be that fat girl at any time. You need to just, yeah. you know, move it on. Just cut your ties. Leave her alone. It's, don't. But here's the thing. At some point, and I, and, and I say this to every guy out there that has pulled this bullshit, at some point you're going to be sitting there with your dick hard at 2 o'clock in the morning alone because you were that jerk. And who's the first yep. person you're going to think of? Her. Or when you're lonely or when you're feeling lonely and sentimental, you're going to think of her. And she's going to be now probably with a hot bod or moved on, whether she's in a, you know, because everybody's hot. Everybody's sexy at, at whatever size they are. Sexiness is a state of mind. And you're going to be thinking about her. Plain and simple. It, it's It's just how it is. Yeah. And, it's kind of like so, a, a, and, and it I talked about this. Guys too. The girls that are out there pulling this with with guys, you're going to be sitting there and actually feel something at 2 o'clock in the morning when you've been left stranded by Mr. Wonderful that you thought was Mr. Wonderful at a club or whatever, and who's the first person you're going to think of? That guy that you dumped because, or, you know, because he wasn't up to your expectations. And that's what yeah, the nice. table and had everything else. In 2016, where right and know, it goes back like into the whole the alpha, the beta, and the the omega kind of guys. You know, the beta guy usually has the money, but he doesn't really do it for you. So you go find an alpha guy that'll beat you around for a little while, but and then when you get done with that, you think about Mr. Beta guy, right? And oh, the omega yeah. guys are like the They'll never ask anyone out. They're kind of the lurkers that are always there. <laughs> well, you know, this is what dating has become in 2018, where you date in private, in quiet. I mean, and yeah, your 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 dating life should be private, but not so private that you're hurting someone because you're ashamed or embarrassed of them for whatever yeah. reason it may be. You know, and. So, and it, Everything is so judgy. Everybody's got their judgy McJudgy yeah. pants on nowadays. And at the first time that somebody else comes along and is maybe what you think is perfect in your mind, you just stop dating and you go to them. You know, go to the other person and, you, you, you know, there's no closure. There's no nothing. You're just left there to... Wonder what the hell, what what natural fuck yeah. just happened? So yeah, you got ghosted or you know breadcrumbed, return of the zombie, all these things they keep talking about. And uh, with guys, yeah. it's called, with guys, it's called spinning plates. You know, guys can spin, you know, three or four plates, maybe five at once. And you know, if you drop one, the others will be, be disturbed. And that's why guys are like, hey, I'll keep you on the down low because I don't want to mess up my chances with this girl that I might be able to get with, you know, at some point. And meanwhile, the other, you're just hurting the other person. And with women, they can be called orbiter orbiters where they have a phone full of, you know, like 50 dudes that, you know, will check in from now and then waiting for them to be called in. You know, if uh, all of a sudden they're left stranded at the bar at 2 AM, they can go through their phone and find, you know, Mr. Dude 77 that, you know, they know will just answer the call, drive up there, and take care of her. Right. Absolutely. Well. And go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and sadly, again, this is what dating is in 2018. Is there hope? Who knows? Oh, it started way before 2018, but, yeah, it's gotten worse. I mean, I've been here for the whole time, and Facebook – you have to it's kind of like walking a minefield and a spider web at the same time in your face trying not to offend this person or that person or maybe some people say oh i know that you're dating that chick because you like and you like all her pictures or you'll be scrolling through a girl's feed and you accidentally hit like on a picture from two years ago and then she thinks you're a creep or she'll be like oh maybe he really likes me and 
then she'll, yeah, you know, it starts reverberating. Yeah, it starts reverberating through the entire group, and your friendships get shattered, or they'll break up, and you know, oh, I'm not talking to this person because of that or this, or and it, it becomes it's so frustrating to date anyone. You just want to sit here at home, you know, playing Netflix and chill with yourself because you know, at least you know you can sit on your hand and make it tingle or for a while or something, but you know. <laughs> You know, call that the stranger, you know. Or me, I have a dachshund named Bandit, and I like to make a joke. I'm just going to go home and play with my weenie, you know. <laughs> I get it. That, I get that, it. That, some people hate that joke. They get mad at it. You know, they think it's offensive. Like, it's a dachshund. They're called wiener dogs, and I play with my wiener. And he's go. very kind and sweet, and, you know, he reassures me. And that's that's all some people need is reassurance sometimes. They don't and just because I look at you and say hi, a lot of girls now think that, oh, he just wants to, you know, smash with me or whatever. A lot of people are you know, they'll just think that, oh, I've added you to my do not date list on this singles group because of some of the things you post are offensive. Oh I didn't God, ask you out, did I? It's oh just... yeah, they, they triumphantly stomp down the road going, I showed him okay. If that helps you sleep at night, whatever's clever. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. Everybody takes everything so literally. And some of the comments I see on Facebook and different groups that I'm in, I completely took it as a joke. You know, and everybody's well, like, oh, my God, seriously? And I'm Some of it I'm is like, a joke. Like, most of the stuff I post online, there's always two or three meanings with me. So if I post something, that means there's a joke somewhere. You know, why be serious? You know, in that singles group that I'm in, I will come up with, uh, you know, I just randomly run into memes or I'm like the meme lord. I know all memes. People know <laughs> if they show me a meme, I've seen it. That's how bad it is. I, de- I can delve deeply into the web and find stuff that people go, where do you get this stuff? You know, whatever. <laughs> and I posted one about why men don't marry, you know, and it, and it started with a number I two. I saw that. I saw that. Exactly. And it caused 167 comments. I got blocked by someone and saying, oh, you're just (laughs) ripping on women and everything else like that because everything you post is about how you hate women. Oh, right, because I'm in a singles group because I hate women. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I hate women, but I'm sure trying to date you. you I mean, hate sex is one thing, too. And hate sex could be, you know, yeah, well, that's a whole other you thing. See, you, know, you know what? If that's the case, people should love to try to, you know, smash with me then if they all hate me, right? It should be wonderful. <laughs> You'd have an excellent sex life, huh? Well, I mean, I, again, this, it shouldn't be this way. Nobody should be left un, and Nobody should put baby in the corner. I'm just saying. But talking about sex, so let's – how many people out there just hump to hump? And how many people, um... Oh, you know. Get into those you'll, instant you'll... relationships. The minute you talk, the minute you friend request, the minute you start texting back and forth, you're in a cyber relationship. And then, boom, you meet, you have sex on the first date. Are you now in a relationship? Asking for a friend. Not me, of no. course, but seriously asking for a friend. I, I no, you're not in an insta relationship. No. No. Well, and yes, Virginia, tell there that is a to, Santa Claus. Tell that to the women. Well, the women the will seize on you and say, We have you now. Well, guys will do the same. I think that's insecure women. That's not everyone. Well, yeah. Whoops. And and that's uh, a huge not, It's it's not I mean, if you're going to have sex on the first date, great, wonderful. We're all grown folks here. If your loved one sparkler gets, you know, excited and wants to come out and play with the 4th of July, well, okay then. However, a lot of people equate, you know, but but then you've built up this text conversation, this text relationship, this cyber relationship, and then you finally meet, because sometimes it takes maybe two weeks, if not more. I've... I've I've known people that I've never met for years, you know, and we're the best of friends because it expired past that. Oh, we're going to be something. If you're going to meet oh, yeah. someone online, 
before you go saying, you know, hey, baby, you know, I can't wait to meet you, and you start getting the feels, meet them. Some I always like to tell people, try to meet them within the first three days. Of course, if you're meeting them during the week um, online or something on a dating app or whatever, yeah, it's going to be kind of hard to meet them, you know, during the week. But try to make it within that week, that weekend, because, yeah, we're all getting to a place where dating is frustrating enough as it is. And if it's just going to be sex, okay, let's just have sex. If it's going to be a relationship, you know, then let's at least meet. Because there's nothing more disappointing than having this really great relationship online, phone, text message, whatever, and then you meet and you're like, meh. Or like we were talking about before the show, you have sex, you've built it up, you've played it over and over in your head, you've had these amazing orgasms in your head, you you know, it's just the most wonderful, amazing, mind-blowing, toe-curling sex you've ever had in your head, and then when you actually meet them and have sex, you're like, meh, whatever. Did that just happen? Did something happen? Did I miss it? That's how bad it was whether it was because of awkwardness or high expectations, whatever the reason may be. Well, so then what? Well, sometimes, you know, or, sometimes so now you're the... stuck because you're, like, making plans to park your cars in the same, you know, driveway together, and you've created this relationship already. So now you've had sex. Now what are you going to do? Now what? Yeah, sometimes I mean, you try to you try to it's like if you have sex and then you try to, you know, go right after and have sex again. Sometimes the, you know, the spirit's willing but the flesh is not. And <laughs> it kind of, you know, you hope that sometimes you think it'll just cut itself off, but sometimes it just, you know, it hangs on like a scab that, you know, she'll go away for a while, then the bread crumbing starts, and then sometimes it becomes obsession. They'll become obsessed with you. You had sex yeah. with me, and and the feelings that they have for you is like they zero in on you're the one now because you know well, you because had sex with me. You, in that moment of uh, coitus, we said the greatest things. We sat there in the afterglow. Things were great, and then reality started creeping up. Well, got to go to work in the morning and everything because you know and then we decided to. And you and you pull away and. The text messages, the endearments are gone. No more good morning, baby. No more hi, beautiful. No more how's your day. Because you're trying to now disconnect from humping without a, you know, you just, it, it's just not there. But Well, there is there is a purpose in some people. It's just, yeah, you know, back in, in the back of your mind, it's go forth and conquer. You know, how many, what what's your number? You know, how many can you get before you run out yeah. of time? You know, that kind right. of thing. And some guys do that. You can pick up on them in the singles group. You know, I know who they are. This from what they post, I can tell what they're going to do, you know. And I will actively go after them. And some people listening probably know that that I patrol the group and if I see that kind of guy in there, yeah, I'll answer him. I'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" He'll be like, "I don't want to talk to guys." "Oh, why not? What's wrong with me?" You know. What do you think? You can just click a button and, you know, get with a girl right away. I mean, maybe, but Usually, if that's true, you don't want that. But yeah, the way it usually works, you meet a girl on a dating app. You all talk back and forth because you're all busy, and it becomes three weeks. That's usually the amount of time before you can meet someone these days. So within that time, you all have built up this huge, huge potential relationship. You all know everything about each other that they're going to tell you. And, you know, maybe they don't mention the husband or the, you know, the kids or something, you know. <laughs> and, you know, you finally meet them at this hole-in-the-wall place that, you know, you you can barely ever go to because the food is so bad but or the weather is so bad because, you know, let's just say you go to the Spider House. That's a little place, an outdoor coffee. But the weather in Austin usually is not very conducive to that because, you know, it's 95 degrees at 8 o'clock at night with 70% humidity. So you're sitting there just sweating, and, and you had to drive 20 miles. 20 miles. You had to drive 20 miles, and you had to park in this little bitty cramped parking spot. And then you drive, or you walk two blocks over. You finally get a seat next to the bowling pin for the Reddit people, and you're all talking. And uh oh, wait a minute, 
I think I know that girl from last week. You know, there <laughs> there becomes the, you know, we've all had those close encounters like, oh, no, what if they see each other kind of thing. Or it's even worse. So they're like, oh, they know each other. So they're like, yeah. My, I talked to my friend Susie about this guy that really screwed her over last week, you know. And she didn't really tell you who he was, but, you know, she starts describing you, and you're like, ooh, this is going to be a good one. You know, and you, you think, maybe I can still smash. You know, I'm smart enough. I can I can figure this out. And it becomes, well, you know, worse and worse as it goes on. It's like a Faustian contract. You know, it gets worse, and it goes down and down and down. And finally you meet up, and everything goes great on the date. And you say, hey, text me when you get home, Right. And a couple of girls I've asked that they're probably still driving probably to Saturn by now, and then they just disappear. <laughs> All that stuff because they saw something they didn't like when you met up. Maybe I was too short. Maybe they didn't like what I was wearing because I wear the same thing all the time. I always wear black, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe it was the hat or they look at me and they go, you know what? He's cute, but I know my girlfriends will never you know, who, how are you dating this guy when you could have, you know, this big six foot two, you know, muscly man at any point, but you're going to date this dweeb. Well, you know, that's kind of the pressure that some of the women are under is that I, I like this guy. He's really great. He's nice. He'll do everything for me. He has money, all this stuff. Doesn't matter. The girls will be like, Oh really? Well, while we're going out with our, you know, hot guys, you can just, you know, stay at home, play Xbox with your dweeb. And she it's doesn't want to get caught. I don't, ever, I, don't, I don't ever pick a guy or decide if I'm going to date a guy or not date a guy because of what my friends may or may not think. That's I just. Well, I don't are you in that. Austin? No. Are you in Austin? Okay, it's no, I'm, really I'm, bad. I'm, here. I'm just saying that. I know you weren't. I know you weren't. But it's really bad here, and it's like the everyone's got to be like we. You know, you go watch Mean Girls, and it's almost just like that. It's really scary how they got to be part of the Plastics Club, and you know there are rules wow. that you have to maintain. You have to be a certain way, and you know a lot of girls, you know, they will not take anything. So if a guy says anything wrong, you're done. You know. Men won't well, talk to me like that. Because uh, it was like that. I mean, it, I, I've experienced that not in Austin. And, I mean, and, and yeah. that's just, sadly, that's just how it is now. Where, well, yeah, um, it's everywhere. You know, I, I like, went out on this, <laughs> you know, I was talking to this one guy a while back. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. And we were talking. We we started talking. We met a mutual friend, and we were talking. And that was on a Sunday. We met on a Tuesday, just a few days later. But with, from Sunday to Tuesday, we had us both parking our black Jeep side by side in the parking garage, in the park, you know, in the garage. He was planning our summer. He was doing all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And so I'm five foot two and three quarters. I like to say five three, just because. But, you know, he just said he was a short guy. And I was okay with that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a vain person. But when we met, and he, we saw pictures, we FaceTimed, you know, whatever. He knew exactly what I looked like. He looked at because he was shorter than me when we met face-to-face. He got pissed because he was like, there is no way. He goes, I'm five foot three. There's no way you're five foot three if you're taller than me. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's what my doctor just said a few weeks ago. Um, five foot three on my physical, and so you know that was a five minute date. And I'm like, well, here's so much for our going on vacation and parking my jeep next to your jeep. I I, I laughed the entire way home because it was just well, hilarious. Well, what that but was is, again, it came it, back it to. Been... I'm sorry. Go ahead. That could have been. They call it love bombing. So some guys will do that where they just they pour on the sass and everything will be perfect. You know, we'll do this, we'll do that, and get you all giddy. And he's just hoping to smash. And of course, usually the the ones that think they're five three and and are not will do that. Like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm six foot. Obviously, I'm not. And I'm not thirsty, mind you. I make jokes and everything, but it's still. 
you know, I'm not going to date just anyone. You know, and of course we right. grow up, right? And you're in your 20s, yeah, you'll do all that stuff. We've all done it. But you learn from it and it, it hurts mentally that, you know, you feel pain when all all the fun stuff just stops one day because at some point you'll hit the wall and you change. And you may not notice it at first, but all the people stop calling, all the all the people you used to hang out at the bar, they're not really there anymore. It's just a almost a switch goes off. You just wake up one day and you're kind of a different person and it starts to slowly sink in and you go, yeah, I'm not that guy anymore. I'm not going to end up, you know, passed out drunk at the bar, like, you know, or wake up at some strange person's house with my pants hanging off or, you know, all that stuff that happens to people. Especially in the thing about, you know, like I said, in Austin, my experience, a lot of people, they try to go back to it, though. Like, you know, they hit their, their 40s and it's like they're divorced and they have kids and the kids have grew up and so, you know, new it's a new me. It's time for me to, you know, relive the old days and they go back to the same behavior that hurt them before and they think it's going to be different this time. I'm older and I'm wiser, but they're still, you know, you're still playing with fire. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, of course, they say, you know, 40 is the new 30 because people Absolutely. do look different than they used to be. You know, where I'm from, if you were 40, you looked old. And <laughs> down here, it's not the same way. Maybe it's the humidity that helps. Maybe it's better medicine or whatever. But, but you know, I'm from, from Amarillo. So, yeah, Amarillo will dry you up. I mean, I spent 25 years there, so I'm kind of halfway there. So maybe I've got a little spots in here, but the wind is so cold up there, it just dries you up. But uh, people look beautiful these days compared to the old days. And maybe I'm different. You know, maybe it's that. I, I appreciate more. Of course, on the other hand, I will, you know, I will argue with anyone for any reason for, you know, any amount of time almost on any topic, especially online or in person. It's just kind of a thing I do. And I make it look like, you know, people think, man, KTGC's an asshole, like a really bad one. But there are a few people that actually have met me and, you know, they know that I'm, you know, I'm kind of a, a soft, you know, soul, I guess, or soft heart. And, yeah, I get hurt a lot. But, you know, I'm not going to show you that. Some people will notice it, but I have this hard exterior, you know. And sometimes it hurts my potential relationships with people because it's like they hear through the grapevine, yeah, you better watch out for him. He... He, I, uh, for some reason there was like this, like Casey sleeps around a lot. I was like, really? Where, where's all this at? I'm missing this one. Whatever my alter ego is doing. Did I miss it? What did I miss? Yeah. I know it's like people say, oh yeah, you've got a reputation of, you know, you flirt with all the girls. I'm telling dick jokes online, okay? It doesn't mean I want to do anything with you. It's just. So with all this. Sleeping around, are you humping with a purpose? <laughs> the purpose of, of humping around is until it's it's like what they throw everything at the wall and hope something sticks. And of course, I go stick it in. But you know, you want to find the right girl that will just accept you for who you are. You know, you don't have to put on the fake. You know, that oh, I'm a vegan or I'm, I like gluten-free food when you know you're really not. You're just trying to get with this one girl or impress this other girl. I just lay it down bare and say, this is who I am. You know, I am a foul-mouthed, extremely intelligent, computer genius geek, but at the same time I drive a muscle car. You know, I kind of have some old world in me. And, yeah, I like to smash like everyone else. It's not the only thing on my mind, you know, in contrary to popular belief. And I don't want to sleep with everyone. I don't want to have four girlfriends. You know, I just want one person that'll just like me for me. And there's a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, I like you for you, but not this one part, though. You know, and of course, these days, when you say uh, dating in 2018 has a new thing, and you'll notice it on dating sites, if you even voted for Trump or even looked at him, you better swipe left because I'm not going to date you because you voted for Voldemort or he who shall not be named because now everyone has a rallying cry and almost every profile you see in Austin says proud liberal Trump supporters swipe left okay <laughs> I, I I get where you're going but it's just you'll see it on Tinder and everywhere 
You know, wow. if you're a Republican, you hate children. You want to have them ripped from parents and thrown across the border. You, you know, jerk. You know, because it's divided us. Dating is hard as it is now. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. Hold on. Let's let's see who's calling because it's a Erica five one two. You're on the air with Monica Lee on the report. Who are we talking to? Hello. 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 Don't get cold feet. Hey, who is this? Hey, hey, this is Lewis. Who is this? This is Monica. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not just listening in and uh, thought I'd call in. So, tell us, have you ever mo- have you ever been the moped or have you ever dated the moped? <laughs> have you been listening to the whole show? Should we quiz you? No, I have not. I, I, no, I came in late. Just got got uh, got sucked in. Oh, well, welcome to the front porch, darling. We've been talking about dating on the down low and insta relationships online, you know, because you were talking to someone and then you have sex and now you're in a relationship. Do you have anything to add to that? Well, that's kind of what... uh what you're trying to, or I mean, I don't know, not everyone, but I guess that's that's part of the, the deal, isn't it? Or, I mean, not for well, everyone. it is. I mean, it's great. If you're going to have, like I said, if you want to have sex on the first date, great. Does that mean that you're in a relationship? For some people, yes, it does. For some people, no. But in no. some people's minds, they're thinking, oh, hey, it was sex, it wasn't what I expected, or I didn't feel the same way I felt before, you don't give me that warm fuzzy anymore, and now you're stuck like Chuck, and now you're going to go. So, what's well, up with I, that? I think going into any situation like that, you know, call it a relationship, if you want to at that point, but uh, whether it's sex on the first date, second date, or fourth date, that's going to lead to other you know, like you said, uh, you know, feelings, you know, yay or nay. Well, yeah. I, you know, and I tell a lot of people that come to me, keep an open mind. Don't go calling, you know, looking at engagement rings and making yeah. summer vacation plans or winter plans when you haven't even met yet. Because right. here's the thing. When you're talking to someone online, and you meet them on whatever app it was you met them on, and you have great chemistry online, I mean, and and you're still the same person that, I mean, you're not putting on any false airs or pretenses or anything like that, and you actually meet. I mean, I I can understand. I mean, I've had guys tell me, and it wasn't that I was upset that they weren't what they said. It was just the fact that they lied about it. That's the only reason why I would um, choose to opt out of speaking to that person anymore. But if you're the same person that you are online that you are in person, it blows my mind when people are like, the chemistry wasn't there face-to-face. And I can see how that can be. You know, sometimes we are shy or quiet or nervous or it's just awkward to meet someone and it's easier to be someone or something uh, persona-wise behind the screen or on the other line. So meeting someone in person, yeah, it could be a bit challenging, and it may not go as well as you thought the first date, and so you're not giving anybody a chance. But yet, in your mind, you've already built up this relationship to be something magnificent, you're already you know, ready to go and start picking out a registry somewhere for your engagement and your wedding. And yet, when you meet, yeah. that's not there. It happens. Get over it, yeah, move well, on, it, and move forward from it. It wasn't meant to be, you know? Yeah, well, it, it definitely happens that way occasionally, and I think it, it does take uh, both parties involved to understand that, you know, there has to be compromise. There has to be that understanding. Uh, the situation I had, you know, fairly recently, uh, you know, a while back. Um, we were both really into each other, um, you know, talked for a while, met, things were great, you know, proceeded to the next step. That was great. We both had fun. 
multiple times later, still having fun. But then as we hung out more and got to know each other more, one was, you know, she was a little more, I don't want to say clingy. That's that's a, kind of a bad, you know, that's a bad connotation. But uh, just maybe more into uh, proceeding or, or progressing with the relationship uh, more quickly than I was. Um, while I felt like it could have ended up there eventually, I wasn't ready for it. But, you know, we had that conversation, and it was a little awkward. But I think we respected each other a little more by having that conversation. And it it was unfortunate, but because of where she was feeling-wise, feelings-wise already, and I wasn't, we both kind of came to, to the agreement that, you know what, we just need to, to back off and, and maybe stop talking. Because while I wanted to continue as the way we were going, you know, kind of friends and having fun and, you know, hanging out and doing all that stuff, she was already ready. She was ready to go to the next level. And I just wasn't and didn't have it in my heart to, to you know, uh, continue down that path knowing knowing where she was. So I didn't feel right in wanting to proceed. And, and I felt like I would be leading her on by continuing down that path, even though I was attracted to her. Um, you know, the sex was great. We you know, liked the same things. Chemistry was there. But just where I am in my life, I wasn't ready to move along as fast as she was. So I think yeah. that discussion has to happen at some point. It does. And typically, I mean, meeting someone for the first time should be fun. It shouldn't be so much as a job interview, do you want kids? I mean, mm-hmm. but then again, you yeah. know, I know that you know, I'm 45 almost. But, mm-hmm. you know, we everybody wants to hurry up and date. They're in a hurry to figure out are we doing this or not everybody's in a hurry to do nothing because you're asking well who'd you vote for that's one thing uh do you want kids if, i'm first one to say do you want kids because my baby making days are over so i'm not going to be with someone or even i mean i, I don't want to take away from someone who does want children i'm not going to sure. compromise them and i'm not going to compromise myself so i tell people you know those conversations are great and wonderful to have before you meet, because if you may not want to go down that path with someone, but then you have people who, yeah, they get involved, they ask those questions, they'll compromise, and then something goes wrong later. But it should be fun to meet someone on the first date. And oh, yeah. not, but yet we're putting on all of this pressure on ourselves and on the other person. And sometimes that's why things don't go the way they're supposed to go. Yeah, well, I agree, and I, and I think that with online dating and social media and, and you know, meeting online and things of that nature, I think it's helpful, like you said, to kind of get some of that stuff out of the way. You know, what kind of music you listen to? You know, what you know, get a, get a feel for the for the person's personality. You know, like you said, with those kind of things, of you know, do you want to have kids? You know, how old are you? You know, this kind of stuff. Do you have kids? All that, all those kind of things that we want to know that may or may not be the deciding factor. But I also, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you married? That's a good one. <laughs> That's something you uh, definitely want to go and ask. I saw something on Facebook yeah. the other day that said, um, "Questions to ask on your first date. Are you aware of all? Are you aware of? And we're down to the last ninety seconds. Are you aware of all your traumas, past emotional hurts, and ha- are you are you good oh, wow. with them, or are you going to inflict that shit on me?" And I busted out laughing because. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people are just, they're looking for attention, they're looking for validation, and so they're out there. They may not still be out of their divorce yet. They may just be separated. They they just need some attention, some affection, and they're not really ready. But down to the last minute, I want to say thank you. We were kind of all over the place and kind of off topic in some areas, but it was great. Thank you so much, Casey, for your wonderful insight Jennifer, make sure you uh, grab your floaties over there, darling, and don't float away. Absolutely. Right? Thank thank you for inviting me on. It was a a great experience. Hope to do it again. Absolutely. You'll be back, both of y'all. And, Lewis, thank you for calling in. So you can follow me on my fan page on Facebook at Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. Um, You can catch me, uh, if you missed this live, you can catch me on All My Demand 
Once this is over, it goes on demand on iTunes and Stitcher and Spreaker. Tune in. Um, and I just got syndication for Amazon for Alexa devices. So go tell Alexa you want to binge on Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee in case you just can't get enough. Hey, that's Depeche Mode. Oh. You know I had to put that in I there. just can't get it up. I just that's can't right. get it up. <laughs> so anyway... Go and check me out on Twitter and Instagram, uh, MonicaLee73. So I love you guys with all of my heart. I will see you next week because we're talking threesomes. Yeah, that's going to be fun. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you to the live audience that I had. And next week, make sure, again, you tune in for threesomes and How do you do them? Do you want to do them? Should you do them? All right, guys. I love you all, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.